You're listening to Homestar Running with David and Mark. Welcome to Homestar Running. Um, Probably get into it since we've got a big episode. So first we're going to talk about emails 56 through 60. Um, And starting 56 is current status, which is a nice quick little episode. I kind of like that. Yeah, so Coach Z and Bubs's bodies are switched, and there's no real explanation. Um, obviously, Strong Bed's behind it, but you don't really. But they never tell you how he does it, or even why he does it, other than that he finds it funny. <laughs> yeah, and you later find out through an Easter egg that he used a little floppy disk to either develop the kind of plan or to develop the program. <laughs> to make it happen. Which <laughs> is kind of funny. I've always, I, I have liked in uh, old science fiction movies where something is futuristic, but then they're still using floppy disks or tape drives or something like that. Or really yeah. computers where, you know, it's something like, you know, some incredible technology. Like, I guess I'm thinking like, uh, like shrinking people or something like that. And it's just uh, done on old school computers. Yeah, they were, you know, they were cutting edge technology for about one year or two years themselves. <laughs> and then they went obsolete. Yeah, I remember watching the the movie The Net with Sandra Bullock, and I and I went back and rewatched rewatched it a year or two ago, and it's like it's a kind of bizarre version of what the internet is and what hackers are. And I think like I think like a lot of movies back then, you know, do you remember do you remember the AOL like Time Warner discs that they used to send out, like the freebie discs? Free. They used to send those like free internet for a month so we can get all your information and make sure you sign up for for a lifetime subscription essentially. Um, but they basically they used the premise of those those freebie mailer CDs and uh, that those were like the source of oh, gotcha. like, viruses and spam. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was thinking um, uh, the sixth day, which is like a 2000 Schwarzenegger movie where there's sure, oh. but there's still, you know, old school computers and stuff like that. And they do, they do clone yeah. human. It's like the main thing, but then there's other technologies like that. They do like yeah. predictive display, like fake facial recognition software and stuff like that. Oh, like, okay. And I guess it's kind of like Terminator kind of, display and stuff like that but terminator you know doesn't really show computers and stuff like that so it still works oh the yeah in the easter egg uh, it shows it says a coach b and zubs project yeah um, yeah coach b he switches switches that letter yeah which I, I like the name on that and it's also funny is that there's there's no indication on which which one of them is coach b and which one of them is zubs right right, right. yeah i forget how <laughs> I forget how, uh, I mean, so what I forget, he's, he just switches their heads, right? Is it just the heads or is it like any other part of the body, body too? I think it's just the heads. Yeah, so their heads are like, yeah, uh, maybe I, I assume that Coach Coach Zubs is the Coach Z with the bub's head on it, but uh, maybe, maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> it's a funny, funny little visual gag, and those characters kind of work well kind of together too, like reacting to stuff or... They have a kind of similar personality. Yeah. yeah. And, and Both like the unique and ridiculous. Complain about the, yeah, the feet and the body and stuff like that. I like it. 
kind of calls attention to their uh, <laughs> um, how ridiculous their bodies are. Their character design. Yeah, because it's yeah, cartoon. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, Bones is a massive, massive kind of character, and Coach Z is really skinny, goofy. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of a little silly. Yeah, I like that he's. They kind of introduce it where he's kind of just he runs up to the computer and he's like, I don't know how to explain this. I don't have enough time, but I, I got to go. I'm not I don't I'm in a hurry. <laughs> so like he's like obligated to get an email in or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, he feels he feels obligated. Which, yeah, it's a, you know, weekly show and stuff like that. Yeah, but placed uh, out of universe, but I guess it's kind of in universe, too. Yeah, uh-huh. I do like, yeah, that it was. It starts with him away from the computer and you hear you know the footsteps getting louder as he's approaching uh-huh <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah well on the japanese cartoon um japanese cartoons are weird man yeah i showed this to my japanese wife <laughs> what did she think um i mean she liked it she she, uh, she understood some of it uh, obviously when i'm li- i'm living in japan here and there's a, like there's a huge range of styles of Japanese cartoons, so like I I think like actually um, a lot of Japanese cartoons are like more realistic than the the Simpsons. Um, there are there are a fair amount in like in one genre that I would say like they're quite realistic, like re- like more they're more realistic than the Peanuts or the Simpsons. But then other ones like the and some of the crazy anime are really bizarre and there's a lot of strange stuff that's happening so she she, rec- she recognized some of it and this was kind of i think it was kind of like a you know like a nine some of the 90s cartoons like the really popular ones like a, you know no i agree yeah. Uh, yeah it definitely fits a stereotype and stuff like that also yeah i think it more fit the stereotype of what i would have been exposed to in the early 2000s you know right but it's a lot of fun I, yeah I even like, uh, you know, it's not necessarily true. I still think it was, it was some funny stuff. I like the gotta have blue hair. <laughs> yeah, the blue hair. I yeah. mean, some of them do. I I like the mouth too. The mouth, like the tiny, extremely tiny mouth when it's closed, and yeah. then huge mouth when it like large mouth when it's open, and and the eyes, the eyes are kind of they're really expressive, and, and it's kind of it's kind of the way that some of those cartoons cartoons do it. Yeah, I like my favorite part of this is the the end music scene, the credits part, where um, both within the example and then at the very end of the strong bad email, where he's like, wow, when he's he's humming the little tune with like Times New Roman font. Yeah. No, I like that. I do like the song. Um, at first, I I didn't know it was English lyrics. You know. I thought it might have actually been like uh, Japanese lyrics at first until um, I listened closely and saw the transcript. Um, what is he saying? It's like challenging and fighting to the end. It's like a challenge. Yeah. Everyone's fighting for the challenge and the fighting and the challenge and the fighting and the fighting the challenge tonight. <laughs> and that's that's like, that's very... That's a lot of Japanese cartoons, right? That's a lot of anime. The like a lot of there's a, a genre of, Jap- of Japanese anime where it's like some mystical creature, some demon usually appears, shows up, and then the one character has to use some kind of 
special powers that he gets from some for some reason and he has to fight them and there's a lot of fighting and challenging <laughs> yeah no i i definitely get that and you know i mean i've seen a little bit of anime but i'm not a not a huge fan but yeah i kind of get that with the yeah. fighting and challenging stuff like that um and that stinko man is kind of a character like that which reference that Homestar kind of came up with that title earlier. Um, yeah. It kind of fits in that. I did mention in a previous episode um, that I bought a Stinko Man t-shirt just because I, I do like the design of the, of the character. Yeah. No, not really the name per se, um, but it was a, a funny episode. And I, I like that. Also the boxing gloves. Yeah, it looks cool. Stuff it still fits in with the, with the uniform. Yeah, it's a cool character design. Yeah. Um, and I even like, uh, I do like the other characters. That's just, well, first I like that it's a, that it's a field, still the field that Homestar and Strong Bad appear in a lot, but it's basically that plus <laughs> futuristic high rises. Um, yeah. And it looks a little bit like a Mario game too. Yeah. Or a Zelda game or something. Right. And I do like the design for uh, the Homestar character, which I guess is called One Up. And I like panda, oh. uh, for pom pom as a panda. Oh yeah, yeah. The panda that was a good. That was a good touch. Yeah, panda. I also like that. Yeah, the, yeah. When Stinko Man laughs, that he he's stomping his feet, and then <laughs> like little mushroom cl- clouds coming out of his head. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So there's a little bit of an odd Easter egg um, when you click huh. on it, and there's even an Easter egg within the Easter egg. Wow. So you can, um, the main Easter egg is you can click and see like the main introduction for the show, which is called 20XD6, um, which I like the, the play on that where it's, you know, it's a vague futuristic time. So you see a little bit longer intro for the show. Um, but the second Easter egg is Homestar watching the show. Oh, cool. Yeah. This is kind of cool. And uh, Homestar doesn't know the lyrics for the theme song. He's kind Does of, he try to sing it? He's kind of yeah. He tries to sing it, but he's more like humming it, like you know the da 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 kind of. Uh-huh. Now there were, there's a weird Easter egg within the Easter egg. You can click and there's a VHS tape at Homestar's house, and you click on that on that, and it's NES endings. So you it's like a it's a slideshow of end credit scenes from NES video games. Oh, cool. And those are played straight. It's like Metroid and Zelda and Mario and stuff like that. Um, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. No real explanation on what it really has to do with the rest. Um, and they just wanted to throw it in. Um, not really funny per se, but it's, it's, it was an interesting thing. Yeah. They're, they're, the brothers are definitely big fans. Like, I think I, I feel sometimes it just feels like they're fans first and then they're, they're creators second. And so all the like they just they just make this stuff because it's fun to them and they like it, right? And these the Easter eggs are like, this is cool. And I think I think I saw they I'm sure they're better, they're more Jeff um they're bigger anime fans than I am actually, but and they're definitely huge video games fans. video game fans. Fans of video games. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like yeah, you know, one of the main things that they're they're interested in. Like out of all the 80s 90s stuff like that seems like the biggest thing mm-hmm. obviously it comes across with 
you know, over time and with the game development that they they do and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, being in Japan too, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the, all the, oh yeah, that's Jap, that's Japanese. Oh, oh, wait, yeah, that's that's Japanese. I for, I didn't I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. The video game music they came up with was pretty good too. Uh huh. Kind of a video game version of that theme. Cool. Okay, well, moving on to the big email, and I assume their most famous tune or anything on the side, Dragon which is uh-huh. impressive they came up with this two weeks in a row, like after creating the universe with Japanese cartoon, then they came up with Trogdor the Burninator. <laughs> so some lines on this. Uh, so first, I actually like the intro song, like the year ago once again with the email. Every week, I hope that it's from a female. Oh, man, it's not <laughs> Which is kind of, yeah, yeah silly in the, the strong, bad way. Um, I think it was a good, one of their better introductions anyway, but I think it became more famous just because it's on their most popular tune. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Trogdor, uh, like the email that they received to begin, that he received to begin with is pretty great too. He's like, can you draw a dragon? I want, your, I want to see your skills of an artist. <laughs> I like that line, yeah. And it says, yeah, yeah, follow the step-by-step instructions. I make drawing fun. And it's a, like a typical, like maybe like a TV art class kind of thing. Yeah. There's some fun, I like the background music while he's showing how to do it. Like that. Yeah. I like, too, that his, like, his artwork is, like, it's, you know, it's, he's showing you how to draw, but really... His skills aren't really that much better than yeah. my own, and I'm not that I'm not very good, you know. <laughs> and, then, and he also messes up the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the yeah. There's a ret- record scratch, yeah, and then he writes yeses for sucks, um, but then <laughs> and it starts over, and it's it's not that much better, you know. Uh huh. But I I love like I love the creation that he eventually came up with, you know. Yeah, I had to look up uh, what consummate V's are, you know. Uh-huh. First, I, you know, because I I wasn't familiar with that word, and I was like, is is he saying consonant consonant V's? Because you know, V is a consonant letter. Um, but right, right. You know, it's, any V is going to be a consonant. Uh, I guess consummate means like extremely skilled, but you know, obviously that doesn't. It's like he's. He's like saying, like, draw it good, you know. You know, it doesn't really yeah. help on the instructions, you know. Oh, that's funny. I Really, that's what it means. I, I, I always just thought, like, one way he does it, like, Coach Z, he complains that Coach Z's aren't consummate V's, but Coach Z's are, like, inverted. Like, so they look like, you know, it could be an M instead of a V. It could be a bunch of M's or N's together, smashed together. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I'm not quite but sure like, what spinities means either. Yeah. I think he's just making up with maybe he's just making up words too. Yeah. I think so, yeah. It, that one doesn't really have much in the way of things. Like maybe it's like little spine things. Like huh. yeah. Like that's what kind of imagine like it's like something that juts out of the spine. Um Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Trogdor the Burninator, which I think uh Burninator's a play on Terminator. Um, uh-huh. And then I don't really know how they came up with the 
word Trogdor, but it's a it's a fun name for it. Yeah. Trogdor. It's a great yeah, it's a great name. And he's got let's put one of those beefy arms back on him for good <laughs> for good measure. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, the original one is so bad it doesn't make sense, you know. Even in the games, yeah. you know, and tunes and stuff like that, I don't think he really uses a beefy arm for anything. It's just kind of yeah, but it, it's great, and it's a cartoon arm, you know. Yeah, like that. Like it, it just it just makes it funny. Yeah, it turns it from menacing to like <laughs> really funny, and like kind of likable. Yeah, well, then, Coach Z draws one without like any arms or legs. It's basically a snake, I guess. Yeah, and like strong, bad, grumbling guy wouldn't know Majesty if it bit him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah and then strong side who actually is clearly shouldn't be in the class to begin with he's already leveled up yeah so i'm shading which i i looked up that as well that actually means a little more it's like using like extreme lighting um so like it's supposed to be like something in heavy shadows or um where it's kind of like a spot-like effect. No, he actually really didn't. I mean, obviously, it's a highly detailed art, you know, and it's well-drawn and, and things like that. It's, and, you know, realistic in the sense that, like, that's what a dragon would actually look like if it existed. Um, it doesn't really right. fit chiaro but that's a funny art term for strong side to fit in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just... Like it might be my second favorite moment um, is how quickly strong strong bad burns it. Um, yeah, I remember that always. If, when it show like when it's shown to people like that, always gets like big laughs. <laughs> yeah, he brings back the BMW lighter. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic. yeah, and it just yeah like instantly goes gets burnt, you know, and leaves like just a tiny bit of ash. Uh huh. I like both strong said lines. Uh, that's not an improvement. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's like such a low key response. Yeah. It's a, it's not it's not it's not overly dramatic. That's not an improvement. Like the other thing is like he could probably draw another one, and he probably is about to go draw another one. Spend hours on it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gu- I'm guessing this has happened before, right? Like strong strong bad's burned has <laughs> burned several of his. his his creations yeah yeah it's funny i hadn't you know it, you know and strong bad is uh in this sense in this cartoon he, he's a he's a burninator himself right <laughs> and i like the, that line trogdor burns again that gets a that gets a laugh and maybe we'd get a little mm-hmm. bit of a laugh at a second before it goes into this song but again that this is cartoon doing yeah the cartoon is the is the moment, and yeah, I just love it, and it's um, it's so silly, um, especially because I like because it's a it's a good riff, and but then you know he doesn't have the song down perfectly. He's like, oh, I thought he was like maybe he's a dragon man, you know? Or it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, or the just, sketches that go along with it are great too. He was a dragon. He was a man. He was a dragon man. Or whatever. He was still drawn to her. And then I like how they 
move a lot of stuff. Like it's, you know, the drawings are pretty well done, but then it's just a lot of moving stuff up and down. Like it's not actually animated. It's just mm-hmm. fun on that. Yeah. Yeah, I like the line, the the peasants in their thatched roof cottages. <laughs> thatched roof cottages! <laughs> thatched roof cottages! <laughs> that is a great line. It's just, yeah, it's not not very metal, you know. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's definitely like, like he was, he talked about playing like Peasant's Quest and it's like inspired by some like silly video games and like a, a version of medieval uh, medieval times. Yeah. Well, is this the email that you are tune you would show to people the first time? I think for me, this was like if I was trying to get someone into this, I I would show this actually as the first time. Yeah. Yeah. This would this would be a good one. This is probably this is probably the only you know the only reason why not to is just it's just such a highlight. But yeah, it's but yeah, it's it's like you might as well just show them. if they're gonna watch one. This is the one to show. And you get introduced to those other characters. Yeah, you find it. It includes it includes like the music, you know, That's that's fun about it. The emails, yeah, the cartoon. It's a little bit of everything. Oh, cool. Well, we'll move on from that to marzipan. The email. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah. I really don't like him at all. Another song <laughs> that lives on later in the in the strong bad CD. But yeah, I I like that. You know, the double negative immaturity kind of thing where, you know, Strong Bad is just trying to prove a point by having Marzipan lo- love him or like him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a fair question, too, that the emailer, you know, asks, you know, if you're so good with the ladies, how come I never see you with any? <laughs> Only with Marzipan, who seems to not like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes over to Marzi and he's like, I gotta, you know, he, he, like, he mentions Annie, Annie from Ohio, Ohio, you know, Ohio, he says Ohio, Annie from Ohio. <laughs> it's a fun play on that, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, there's an instant messenger that, you know, Strong Bad probably created so he could fake, pretend that Marzipan was interested in him. You know? Yeah. Which yeah, in real life, interesting. they actually did register that into Messenger username, you know, just to... Oh, did they really? Yeah. Hooray for dolphins? Hooray for dolphins, yeah. Which, that, <laughs> that is a great Marzipan uh, username. That would fit well for, for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just set it up, and then they had an away message going. Um, oh. Where it's like, I'm not really, I'm not really in an instant messaging or something like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, that's funny. I like that. I like we we've talked about AIM a few times, and I like the sounds that they they riff on. <laughs> they just make the sounds with their. Oh, uh, I don't like uh, Windows computers. They're, they definitely have those too much. Um, like I have to at my work computer, I have to set, change the sound options so that it doesn't so I don't get those beeps all the time, and then I just uh, uh-huh. turn it down. Settings and it's a return. Um, you get cheetah chew returns. You know the the cheats. Um, it's a messenger. Um, yeah, and then he he helps out Marzipan with her music video, and then makes makes a little cartooning music video. I yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, yeah, seeing the cheats emails is a quick way for them to do a quick video, and it's obviously it's a quick song anyway. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so this is the first time she played with a guitar carol um oh. talked about she was previously played she was in she played a ukulele or yuka or i forget how she pronounced it but yeah she previously played a ukulele so not a seem familiar but like that was the actual um appearance of the guitar oh, okay and then she says let's rock carol yeah i didn't know that that was the first time in the cheats music video the guitar says carl instead of carol oh, carl <laughs> and the cheats attention to quality with uh with strong bands or sorry the cheats attention to quality on on his powered by the cheat videos uh-huh I, I like i mean i mean it's bright and it's quick and actually the the cheat the power by the that video makes looks like something that would have shown up on um, in the early two thousands though like you know it, as like a viral viral flash video back then like like uh, badger 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 mushroom mushroom badger 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 it's yeah. a snake oh it's a snake like that kind of quality yeah and lower which I'm actually a big fan of those guys. Um, so it's called Weebles stuff, uh-huh. uh, or and it's a British. Uh, it's one usually one main guy, but there's some collaborations and stuff like that. And he does put in some. I think it it's interesting because it he'll do stuff uh, which will vary in quality. Like sometimes there's some really high power, like really uh, well designed stuff, and then there's also a lot of quick um, silly stuff, like the badger mm-hmm. stuff, things like that, where it's kind of nonsensical. Um, sing along songs, you know, earworm type of songs. Yeah, I think I've I've seen his. I've probably seen his other videos, but just not known that it was him. Don't don't know which ones are him. Yeah, well, they're fun, and I guess you know by itself it wasn't that interesting, but it was a nice little, at least as an Easter egg and decently long Easter egg. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, cool. So that's. And then one more email we're going to cover. We're going to cover Hata for email 60, which is talking about the cheat. Yeah. So the cheat hmm. is either spying on Strongbed, Strongbed's computer while well, including the emails, or he's actually watching that the Strongbed email show, which is it's kind of interesting. I'm not quite sure. Like maybe that's how, um, maybe we're getting a peek into the actual show that Strongbed is producing. <laughs> yeah yeah the premise the premise of the fa- of the idea that like everybody loves the cheat and strong rides like probably is envious of the attention and he doesn't want to acknowledge it basically and yeah there's the implication that there's a, like a, a whole bunch of hidden messages that's saying how much they love the cheat yeah. and not strong bad and <laughs> and he gets offended by it his, his reactions are pretty great. He's yeah. like, what is going on here? And then he goes over and complains, basically. And then I like that... Uh, <laughs> I like uh, Strong Bad's... The way that Strong Bad tries to cover... Um, the cover... Like, what is it? Like, you, like for he was reversing his thing. A tape where it says the cheat over... So that it looks like the emails are saying, dear, the cheat. Yeah. But also, he also said like, something about like cheese. He looks like cheese. Oh, yeah cheese or maybe an anvil um, yeah an anvil is like oh which are totally great things you know everybody likes cheese so <laughs> yeah. an anvil <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like that yeah that was funny and yeah i like how the and the heat emails to 
to quote unquote the cheater, obviously to strong bed, you know, like your gloves are yeah, the boxing gloves. How do you type with boxing gloves on your hand? Yeah. I was like, see, you just like, they don't like your boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah, she gets definitely grumpy. Yeah. I like that. Like it's like just pathetic. It's a pathetic, pathetic attempt to cover, cover it up. And yeah. the cheat is justifiably upset. But it's funny, like the cheat's one of the like probably the you know he's pretty, a lot of times he's just as aggressive as as strong by, but we can't hear what he's saying. Saying so he he is kind of like the cute like Pikachu, um, cute stuffed animal. I'm, I'm sure they I'm sure they actually did receive a lot of emails about how cute the cheat is, or was, is was. At the end, um, yeah, strong bad does load the take a break screensaver, which is. It's kind of funny. And it's, what's also kind of funny, I, I didn't try it out, but apparently you can download that as a screensaver. Yeah, I downloaded it. I didn't set it up as a screensaver. Uh, I just, it runs like, you can also just run it as like its own little yeah, I think image. Maybe you have to run it as a, as a regular program. Yeah, maybe maybe back in the day you could have set it as your screensaver though. But no, maybe not, maybe not now. Because like I don't know, I never use my computer just goes on the sleep mode. I don't use a screensaver. I just go to sleep mode and open it back up. And they used to have they used to have that kind of that kind of thing as a screensaver. You know, you could have the peaceful one or like the image, the Windows icon bouncing around in space. I like the I like the one where you're traveling through space, like you know the Millennium Falcon going in through light speed. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's that was probably my favorite one. Yeah, I did like that screensaver. And then with the Mac, I just kind of have whichever one runs. I do have it run as a screensaver for a little bit just to break it up, and then and then it goes to sleep later, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I, I would also have, like, the pipes going one, I think. Oh, yeah. To generate a bunch of pipes and stuff like that, yeah. I got the pipes. <laughs> got them. Yeah, those yeah. are fun stuff. And I like that he says... Um, Strong Bad refers to the birds as his winged friends. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> which apparently, I think he's done, he re- uses the ED as an ad uh, sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's it kind of like, it's funny, you know, I work with, with, in, with second language learners, and a lot of second language learners do do that, you know, because they, they learn that ED is like, you know, the way you make fast past tense or you know and sometimes you know adjective adjective forms and so they'll they'll pronounce it as e ed gotcha cool now moving on to marzipan answer machine marzipan four and five it's kind of interesting that you know they they'd done some marzipan voicemails before they got started on strong bad email so uh four and five actually came out before they did any emails um Hmm. Yeah, there's some classic lines in this. And Marzipan 4, um, you know, Strong Bad pretends to imitate the King of Town, and the King of Town pretends to imitate Strong Bad. Yeah, Strong Bad's saying, as a King of Town, saying that he likes to eat a bunch of crap. And then King of Town <laughs> as Strong Bad. Holy crap. Holy crap. I, I love Holy crap. Your boyfriend better not beat me up. <laughs> so those are really like. Uh, yeah, the king of town. And tell, tell strong, 
Tell me I need to return my easy bake oven <laughs> to the king of town. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the king of town entering and like, you know, makes it seem like maybe he was listening to these, these, um, these answering machine, the answer machine. I like that he, that he gets involved with it. Uh, Homestar too. I don't know if it's in this one or maybe it's in number five. It's talking about the um, the TV joke is I like yeah, that. That's, that's pretty great. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. I, let me tell you about this TV joke that I heard. Okay, uh, I forget what it was, what it was, but you know how TV jokes are. <laughs> but wait, I just gotta try to remember that. I I, I shared that with um with with somebody who was trying to remember a, a joke and couldn't. That he had heard it and he couldn't remember it. <laughs> and I mentioned this one, and he he laughed at at home. Started doing that. I think I've done it. I mean, I I wouldn't say I've, I've messed up that bad, but there's definitely times where it's like I'm telling uh-huh. a joke that I've heard somewhere, and then you know I don't remember enough to tell the joke. Same here. I do this too much. Probably even on this podcast, I've done this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know how strong bad emails are. There's, there's what happened in the email. <laughs> oh, like a yeah. um, one line in strong sad just gets over the top. Where it's like, you know, like I missed the call because I was a line in the dark. Like he paused to emphasize that. Um, it's a little yeah. it's so over the top that I liked it. Is this the one where he also he calls himself? Yeah, yeah. using Mar Marzipan's phone, but he real he thinks that he he had a missed call from her. So right. Then he <laughs> he returns the call. Like, I'm still gonna wait by the phone. Yeah, even though it was from him calling himself to remind himself to check his caller ID, which I'm not sure why. This is possibly the only time he received a phone call. Sadly. <laughs> But maybe he re- maybe he received one from Homestar another time. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. And the fifth Homestar, sorry, the fifth Marzipan answering machine. I like the the intro song that that she sings. So it's, Hi, this is Marzipan. Leave me a message, and I'll get right back to you. Hey, leave me a message. Yeah. I saw someone write that that's in because it repeats, and someone wrote that that's a nine four time. Okay, that was a. <laughs> it's a little syncopated, you know. But. Yeah, yeah. She kind of delays her little hey too. And of course, this is a, a big one that says, um, like, where Coach Z um, and Bubs are calling, and it obviously sounds and infers that they're drunk. Um, yeah. Without saying anything like that, you know. Yeah, definitely a drunk girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coach, coach, the, the um, you can hear yeah, bubs in the background, and coach, coach Z, man, the it's tragic, right? The little the the story that's told in just a few minutes, or with this um, these uh, answering machine messages, where he goes from ecstatic to like depressed <laughs> through the through the course of the phone call, and then calls back the next day, clearly sober minded. And kind of pretending like he doesn't remember what he says, but he remember he clearly remembers saying, "I'm a poet and I know it." Yeah, I'm still a poet and I know it. He's like, you know, I would 
I'm sorry if I said anything out of turn, but uh, oh, but of course, it, you know, how can it be out of turn when it's an answering machine and there's only one person talking? That's <laughs> um, the the furthest he he goes into creepy creepy territory. Yeah, definitely. While he was uh, yeah under the influence of something, just having a good time, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he's apologetic and doesn't know what he's what he called about last night, you know. Yeah. And definitely awkward, especially when he rambles on and it's the apology message. Yes. Yeah, I wonder how many, we were guys, you know, I wonder how many females have received messages kind of like these in their lives. How many of them? I've probably, I don't know if I've done drunk voicemails, but maybe I've, I I think I've talked to girls a lot of that way when I've been drunk or tipsy, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so this came out a month after, um, like, the first couple Homestar. I'm sorry. This came out a month after the first Strong Bad emails. So uh-huh. there is that the message from Homestar. Um, uh-huh. Pretty sounds pretty normal i mean he has a weird voice but he at least uh is relatively coherent i think he gets you know kind of crazier over time but he's thinking huh. thinking for the flowers that he was sent while he was in the hospital um presumably <laughs> when strong bad dropped a heavy load on on him ah uh, that's what that's all about okay they're bringing back the character yeah i think it was originally intended as a one-off but that was part of the bridge where it they brought him back. Uh huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'd always wondered about the continuity there. Yeah. And following that is like a, I like the strong bad fake British accent. Um, <laughs> yeah. The where is this constable? Anybody over here at the Royal Society for Total Dorks? And then, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we want to make you president. You know, I like the, <laughs> on that. Yeah. And I also like that he breaks while he's saying that. Like, uh, he can't get <laughs> face. And in the previous, in the previous, previous message, Marzipan, you know, you know, admitted that she knows that it's strong bad every time. <laughs> it's funny. I like that also. It's like, and the end is like, I'm so British. <laughs> yeah, good, good British jokes. And then there's also, um, you know, Homestar do. Been working for a telemarketing company, I assume. Yeah, uh, terribly too. Yeah, maybe his first day on the job. All right. He's yeah, really not selling anything. It's like expecting to hear from some someone while he's leaving a message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that he's so bad at doing his telemarketing job that he doesn't even say Marzipan's name. You know. Oh yeah. Hello, customer. Yeah. Random customer. And then the final one is, is interesting in that it's a loop. You know, it's just kind of a standard message where Strong Zad is feeling lonely, you know. But it is funny, the first, especially the first time you listen to it, where hello, hello, marzipan, hello, repeats over hello? and over. Yeah. Hello, marzipan, hello, hello, yeah. How far, how long did you listen to it? I, I mean, I was able to figure out it was a loop after two or three, but... How long did you listen to it before cl- closing down the? It might have been like somewhere five to ten times or something like that, you know. Okay, yeah, so like a minute, almost a minute. Yeah, exactly. 
where I was like, wow, they really are. He keeps on talking. Like I expected something to happen, you know? Oh yeah. Cool. Well, uh, wrapping up, let's talk about some of the main pages or at least we're talking about 11 through 14. These are actually in before the first strong bad email. So they've been around for a while. I like the main page 11, which is the action news. Um, of course, my day. Yeah. Job. You work in news now. Yeah. And you had an internship at a news station, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So there's some news elements that are, that are fun. Um, I like that. You know, the graphics, you know, more than two problems with coach Z. Um, <laughs> I won all those times with strong bad uh, melanate over $2 a gallon, which is of course referencing gas prices. And of course mm-hmm. gas was less than $2 a gallon in the U S at that time. It would be that way for actually a few years after that. I think it was until maybe like 2004 or something. So three years after that. Um, yeah. It's interesting. It shows the weather map shows the United States, you know, another example yeah. of, uh, of the U S on that, you know, and strong bad says the weather's total crap. <laughs> now one kind of interesting thing to note is that some of them change the backgrounds of the cityscape, which of course, you know, if it was a news station, you know, I think it would just be a regular backdrop. Like, it's not, I don't think it's the, supposed to be the city behind him, like an actual city behind him, but there's stuff that changes. Mm-hmm. I also like that it says it's Channel 4, which, of course, I work for a Channel 4 news station also. So that's kind of the nice thing. Yeah. I, the little Chiron they have at the bottom with the names. I like that, that touch. Yeah. Do you do those kinds of graphics for your no, video I, I editing? I don't do much of the graphics. I just kind of do the main videos that are in the show. So I don't really handle all those elements. I'm familiar with them, but you know, yeah. 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 This was definitely, I think it was a good job of recreating that at least for at the time, early two thousands, by the way, it also uh-huh. says, you know, it says more news at 11 is the name of the broadcast and it's main page and the main page is 11. So that might've been, mm-hmm. I assume that was intentional. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That probably was. Yeah, there's eleventh main eleventh main page. Yeah. Well, number twelve is a fireworks one, which might be my least favorite main page, um, just because not a lot happens. Um, it's kind of yeah. fun to have Homestar with the Uncle Sam hat, but the fireworks itself is pretty boring, you know. I wonder if did they release this on like the Fourth of July, and is it just supposed to be kind of like a simple reverential thing or something? Kind yeah. of, I guess maybe. I think so. If you were to go to the page on July Fourth, it automatically goes to this page. Oh, okay. That's kind, of, that's kind of neat, but um, yeah, that's about it for that page. And also, he's Umpster is facing away from the camera, which is unique. Yeah, there's like a strong bad firework fireworks explosion in the sky but uh most of them are just kind of like circles and stars i guess exactly yeah yeah cool well there's a lot going on on 13 which is uh out of 8-bit or target 2600 someone get this freaking duck away from me yeah that's my favorite (laughs) strong bad being chased by the adventure dragon even though everyone Usually refers to it as a duck, which it kind of kind of looks like a duck instead of a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the racing, the racing, um, the racing background that changes. Yeah, and an airplane dropping a bomb is kind of uh, kind of an eight bit kind of thing. 
Yeah, I used to have on a Mac Classic, I used to have a really cool game that I liked with a airplane or helicopters dropping bombs on it. You know, now that you mention it, I think there was something like that. Yeah, it was like some game where you're dropping bombs on, on stuff. I forgot what it was. It sounds vaguely familiar somewhere. And the, one of them is like you're in the attack mode, and then the other one you're like on the ground trying to um, like not get hit by the bomb, <laughs> by the grenades or whatever. They're, they're dropping, falling from the sky. But I haven't played. I used to love those games in like the late 90s, right, or the mid 90s. But I haven't played them in ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I think there's a few games I haven't really gotten around to it, but Epic Games, which is a competitor with Steam, um, mm-hmm. a platform for downloading, you know, PC or Mac games. Uh, they have free games of the week, and a lot of those games are kind of eight-bit type graphics. So I played a few of them, and then I have a bunch downloaded that I haven't played at all. But you know, there mm-hmm. it seems to be like a lot of independent stuff. Obviously, they mm-hmm. later, but this is pretty early on, you know, compared to the the old school graphic type of stuff that they had. You know, I think mm-hmm. they were they actually had a this is this is later than In Search of Yellow Dello, mm-hmm. but yeah, Yellow Dello had a a short scene with a or they had a short part where there's an Atari twenty six hundred. So it's not the first reference to it, but they seem to have that. And mm-hmm. like I said, you know, they. The brothers seem to really like the old school games, which is older than the stuff that I'm used to. Like I, I think I played a little bit of Atari type of games in elementary school, but then I was um, mostly growing up. The games were more advanced than this. Yeah, my mom told me that when she was pregnant with me, she used to play Atari games. <laughs> so she, she like she would play Frogger okay. and a few other a few other games. But but by the time I was like old enough. We we hardly used the the Atari. It was just in the garage collecting dust. We occasionally take it out, but it didn't work too well. After a while, the connectors stopped working. Yeah, I picked up like a modern version of Frogger in like the nineties or something, which was fun. So they had the classic levels, and then they had it more like a full three D platformer, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It was fun for a little while, but yeah. yeah and I guess I did play some of those occasionally at arcades you know you'd um you'd play the more modern games and then there'd you know for a variety you'd play some of the older stuff mm-hmm. where there'd be uh go to the arcade and there'd be an all-access day where you'd pay money to come in but then you could play all the games for free and then you know you, oh, cool yeah so so you might have to wait for the more expensive modern games or you could um play the right. old games whenever you wanted to so you play that a little. Yeah, cool. Waiting for stuff to come up. Yeah, actually, you know, um, there's an arcade bar that you know has a mixture of fairly recent games and old school games, and they changed, but yeah. because they banned alcohol sales at bars temporarily because of uh, coronavirus, they changed to an all all access model. So you pay one price, and then you can play as many video games as you want. Cool. Yeah, in the Bay Area, there was a there's a an arcade called Nickel City for kids, and you'd pay five dollars to go in the door. But then after you're in the door, all of the games are just uh, a nickel each, so it's just five cents. Yeah, and so uh, and then you can win some prizes too. So, so if you were smart, you could play all the old video games and you know play play a bunch and get a big variety. And then if you're dumb, 
you were you would spend like me you would spend your nickels trying to get tickets and basically you know dropping you know like all of the different kind of like um like lottery games you know where you're, you're trying to win points get coins to push over and get uh, tickets yeah generally then the ticket games weren't weren't that fun or they yeah it kind of balanced out where you could win stuff but it was basically you know it's low odds or you know it evens out after time where you don't win a lot um occasionally there's some there were some games where it's like you know it it have a fun element and then tickets would be the reward and stuff like that so that was a decent balance yeah but yeah um if you didn't know um there's a place in san diego that you've probably been to that was kind of my main go-to place but that that place closed down it was actually uh boomers and oh yeah boomer oh yeah i like boomers yeah they actually just closed recently um partially because of i assume coronavirus probably it's more like yeah. probably their death now and stuff like that but i think the extra you know they weren't making as much from the arcade and and the main thing was those extra attractions and i think they probably couldn't outlast out that yeah yeah mini golf and bumper cars to the um batting cages or did all the boomers close down because i know there was there were a few around like so san diego and also southern california they had a few around the area i think it's all the boomers actually um huh. well maybe somebody will bring it back bring back yeah. i think the the model itself is still fine you know um let me see on that um actually yeah so they went from so it's not all the boomers are closed down but they went from um, they went from 15 locations to eight locations just this year because mm-hmm. I'm sure, um, I'm sure something will I think it will come back eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the, uh, yeah, you and I, maybe we can bring one back. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there nothing like that in Reno with all the, is, you know, I think it's just a nostalgia thing where, you know, there's certainly, some places like that in Reno, but I haven't felt like checking it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The nostalgia and you're like of a, of a certain age. <laughs> yeah, totally. That kind of thing though, they, in Korea, they have little small, really small arcade centers, like in every little town. And some people go there. There's, there was one guy who would hog the dance dance revolution game. He would play for hours every, like almost every night. I, I don't care because I'm not very good at Dance Dance Revolution, but I had some friends who would say, I want to go play, but that guy is always there dancing. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have some other little, just small, like pretty much any little like section of town, there's always some little small arcade. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I guess for me, I think the main thing was, you know, before I had like full arcades or full video game consoles and now it feels like i don't have time for either you know like i don't yes. I really even play the video games that i have you know yes we could do that if we're ever in the same town you know yeah that or laser quest yeah <laughs> <laughs> or both <laughs> cool and then i think the final um main page we'll discuss is 14 which is the shower one or the naked one you know uh-huh uh, it's interesting yes, that there's continuous background noise, um, which is kind of cool, kind of annoying. Um, yeah. Hear the dripping sound. Um, yeah. That's pretty good. That's more, I think the one that they have in the on the main page is actually more echoey than, than the one we can make. 
Yeah, it's real, real echoey. Like it's a yeah, pink. a cavernous room or something. Yeah, very large locker room kind of showers. Yeah, um, yeah. Of course, the famous part is that you know um, his towel falls off if you click email, and then there's pixelation around his body. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny. I like that. And the page title, yeah. you know, at the top of it says Nakers. Oh, Nakers. Oh. And the closet closes. Yeah. yeah. Or the, not the closet, the um, shower curtain. The shower curtain closes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, there is one little Easter egg thing um, which I had to look up. Um, so on one of them, it fogs, and then you see the word Lemke in that. Oh. Did you see what that was about? No. No, I know. Yeah, I noticed the fog, and I actually, I did. Yeah, I did notice Lemke at one point, but I forgot. Okay, so um, basically, um, they really liked the player Mark Lemke, who played for the Braves in the '90s. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> and so they were discussing. Um, you don't happen to have heard of the band of Montreal? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's a band I think I've heard of, really, but not really listened to yeah. that much. Anyway. So yeah, maybe. Um, uh, so the story apparently is that they were talking to this one guy um, that's in a band, and he was doing like a fake announcer voice, and he was mm-hmm. talking about Mark Lemke, and then he he also then he made up the name Homestar Runner as a baseball player. Oh, really? And decided to they liked the that name, and that gave him the idea for the character Homestar Runner. Oh wow! I had no idea. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So I learned that all on the Google, um, looking that up. After the that. Google. Yeah. Or the Homestar Wiki, you know. Yeah. yeah. I also like the, clip, the link, the part where the shower fogs up. I like the, that effect. Yeah, that's a good effect. Cool. Anything else about the this page? No, no. It's kind of simple. Like, you know, the, his, I think the, the kind of the download store and email are more interesting than the, uh, the top three. One of them just is like... Now, like his his uh, shower cap puffs up, and then the other ones are just the how is a strong is the shower going strong or lighter, like towards the face or towards the nether regions. But yeah, the fog, the fog, and the and the curtain and the towel are kind of where it's at with this one, just in terms of visual gags. Oh yeah, well, cool. That was a lot of stuff that we went through. Um, a lot of classic tunes and emails so yeah if, uh, get in touch with us if you like it um, feel free to share on social media and stay tuned for another episode cool thanks for listening bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, podcast